just like spider webs, some interconnected grid. Do the things we do and can the things we think actually affect all these other people around us? Does it have longevity? That's next on this episode of the Gratitude Journal Podcast. This is the Gratitude Journal Podcast. Waiting, waiting, waiting for the meteorological forces to strike once again (laughs) here in Northeast Ohio. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Gratitude Journal podcast. My friends, Matthew is my name, and we record this on a Saturday evening prior to actually an online class that I'm scheduled to be involved in. And I thought maybe I would stop and um, share a few moments with you before the big snows hit tonight and into tomorrow. It's been a very wintry January here in Northeast Ohio, and the pundits have uh, prognosticated that we have winter weather on the way. So Donna and I did our running around earlier today where the roads were dry. I mean, it was cold. There was a little bit of a little bit of wind in the air, and it was really around 30, so it was pretty chilly. But in actuality, the times that I was actually out of the car walking around, we had a number of errands to run today. I didn't really feel that it was too bad. But, you know, once, you know, at that ambient air temperature, once the wind picks up and you're walking around, you don't have a winter coat. Like, I really don't wear a winter coat when we're sort of out and about driving around because for the most part, I'm in the car. I'm really just kind of running from the car into the store because I'm the one who generally does the shopping and trying to keep Donna safe. I didn't really think it was all that bad until the wind picked up, but we've been warned now for the past 24 hours that we're going to experience uh, another major snow hit or a potential major snow hit. So we had to get some things done and get some things out of the way. And uh, it is all good. So the big news one is that I have my new chair here in the studio. It's 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 pretty nice. It's kind of like a gaming chair, although I'm not a gaming person. And then once I bought it on sale, I had seen some forum posts from people who were saying, you know, you got to be careful these gaming chairs because the way you sit in them, you know, you can, you know, you can do some damage to your diaphragm if you're trying to talk. And of course, as many of you know, I kind of talk for a living, but really I'm sitting on the edge of it and I don't really feel anything different from the other chair, except that it's not falling apart like the other chair was. I'm really hard on the chairs and I get a lot of wear out of my chairs and it was just kind of peeling and it was fraying and it was squeaking and it was just bad. It was a it was a, it was a bad time chair wise, and so it was high time to put a few coins out and to stockpile the studio here, the basement layer with a new chair. So it's feeling pretty comfy, and there's not a lot of squeaks. You know, with this with our price point, uh, you run into some squeaks <laughs> even with new stuff. And I am feeling like this chair is going to be okay. The other big news for us here on the home front is that I finally managed to get Donna scheduled for her initial COVID vaccine shot. So and coincidentally, she actually goes to her location the same day as my parents go to their location. So it will be very interesting, especially well with all of them, but especially with my parents to see if there are any 
side effects or wackiness post-shot. So we will all be monitoring that uh, fairly closely. And we'll be monitoring things here at home as well, because certainly the uh, chances for at least some aftershot repercussions are certainly there. So we'll be keeping our mind on that and keeping our eyes and ears peeled. And it's good news that she's finally going to get her shot. I've been fairly keen on this paying it forward situation where you have an advantage in some way, shape or form, and you sort of transfer the advantage of that good fortune to someone else or to something else. And it made me think very briefly today about whether or not I have really been able to, quote unquote, pay it forward to somebody else. And I think the perfect example for someone who has affected another person and that affectation has continued to pay dividends for the recipient is I think about Donna because back when we lived in Pittsburgh, she was working at a hospital and she was part of a OR surgical team. And Donna has been a surgical tech for a long time in a variety of hospitals. And it seemed like every radio job I ever took, Donna ended up getting a position at a hospital. And more oftentimes than not, It was as part of some surgical team. And Donna oftentimes scrubbed on cases for a vascular surgeon. And his name is Stanley Hirsch. And there was something about the way Donna affected him. And for whatever reason, she made an impact on him. This was probably in the early 2000s, and so it's been almost 20 years since we've lived in Pittsburgh, and to this day, Donna still makes an effect on him. Him and his wife follow Donna, and they follow each other on social media. I oftentimes will scroll through some of the posts from her and I will see posts from him and he's been long since retired. But for some reason, she made an impact on him, whether it was her sense of humor, whether it was her work ethic. And I often say to her, you know, it's amazing that even after all this time, that whatever you did for him, whatever, however you made your presence known around him, this must have affected him in a, in a very strong way for him to continue to reach out to you and to find out how you are and to comment every once in a while about something that you post. And it got me thinking about 
how many people throughout our lifetimes do we have the same effect? Do we do something similar to someone? Now, obviously, it's nice to know these things, that somebody would take the time to share that with you. And in Donna's case, Dr. Hirsch made no bones about how much he respected her. And so I say to her, you know, and I think I've made mention of this in past podcasts, you have a body of work. And I think we all have a body of work. Certainly, as we were talking about today, amongst our errands, you know, actors, they once retired or no longer work in the entertainment field, can sit back and stare at the shelf of DVDs and and all the movies they've been in and say, that is my body of work. Or a musician can sit back and stare at the CDs or the albums on a shelf and say, you know, this, these 11 albums are my body of work. And I'm thinking that many of us who work in various fields, we can sort of sit back, we can lean back and and look over the course of our career and say, we have this body of work. And Donna, as an artist, has a body of work as well. I mean, I have been taking photos of her work, and hopefully this year will be the time where I sort I sort of present this to the world because I know she won't do it. She's a little shy about her work and I'm not. I think her work is tremendous. I think it's um, artistic on so many different levels and really needs to be appreciated. And so this body of work is something I want to showcase for her. But I wonder, not so much our output based on what we do with our career what we do with our hobbies. But I wonder if this body of work that we have can also be included in the way we affect other people in a positive way. My chief complaint about my body of work is that I don't have one. Now, people who work close to me, who have been affiliated with me from a career perspective, would obviously disagree with me. And I've made mention of this before, that inside this room on the other side of my studio is another little room. And what started out as a voiceover booth is really now a closet for storing stuff. And some of the stuff in there includes this kind of shoebox-looking cardboard container that has in it a bunch of cassette tapes. And these cassette tapes are tapes that span the extent of my career. Air checks um, for those outside of the industry. Uh, Cassette recordings of me doing radio shows. Uh, Composite tapes of commercials. Uh, Bits and pieces of times where I've been on a talk show with others or hosted a talk show with others, just a whole collection of a whole career, a 30 plus year career. And I know intrinsically that there will be nobody even connected to my industry 
who will request to hear anything off of these cassettes. Nobody is driving along, running errands on a Saturday, thinking to themselves, you know, I could really, really use Matthew's show from November of 1994. I really like to hear that right now. Much the same as somebody would say, you know, I want to hear uh, Todd Rundgren's uh, third album. I mean, that is not going to happen. But before I beat myself up, and I do beat myself up, and that's a topic for another podcast, I do wonder, though, that if this quote-unquote body of work can't also be included in the way we invariably affect other people around us. And I said to Donna today, and I mean it wholeheartedly, you have an artistic body of work, but you also have a body of work based on how you affect other people. And I believe we all have this body of work. And I think we need to pay attention to this body of work. I think we need to know that when we not just pay it forward, like people do at the drive through at a Starbucks, you know, where you get in the habit of asking, you know, what's the price of the person behind me? I want to take care of it and I want to pay it forward because the person in front of me paid it forward. I don't necessarily mean just paying it forward with money, but paying it forward by knowing that the things you do, the things you say, the things that go into presenting yourself as a human person integrating with another human person, that those actions will affect these other people. And whether they say anything about it or not, whether or not they post anything about it on Facebook or not, is really not the point. The point is that there is the potential for all of us to positively affect another person, I think, simply by the way we perhaps even say hello to somebody. Maybe it's the way that we yield to someone else. Maybe it's a kind word during a time of crisis. Yeah, maybe it can be loaning someone some money, but I think it's more than that. I think it's being able to positively affect another person's worldview and that it makes them affect somebody else. I like to think that I have affected other people that this will be a part of my body of work. I have been fortunate enough to hear from people throughout my past. Not everyone has that luxury of being able to be told by someone else that, you know, you, when you said that to me back then, it really affected me. Or when I watched you with that person, it really gave me pause and it, showed me, it motivated me to want to do this. I've been fortunate enough to be told that I have had 
that effect. I don't say that to pat myself on the back. I say that I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that somebody would have taken the time to say amongst your body of work that you affected me and you affected me for the good. It was in a positive way. This makes me very pleased, but I don't want to insinuate that it's only just an ego thing because whether or not somebody says it is not the point. I think the point is that even if you're never told that, that we structure our lives and present ourselves in such a way that the potential for it is there. Somebody I worked with back in Washington, D.C., a long time ago, sent me a very similar short note via Twitter. They remarked how impressed they were that I carried myself in such a way during this particular time period. And that always struck me. It always did something for me. I'm very grateful that somebody would take the time to do that. But I think it's even more important that we not expect that, but that we perform these actions knowing that they may affect people around us, family, friends, or anybody, and that the chance of being heard, the chance of being told about it, may be few and far between. been even tougher for this to occur during COVID, but it is possible. It is possible. And there are times in my dealings with others where I want to make sure that I say that to somebody else who does have an impact on me, somebody who I respect and I want to make sure that I tell them. And I'm going to do that on a personal level. And it just reminded me just today, just now, to make sure that I do that, that I turn the tables and make sure that I let somebody know that their body of work, how they carry themselves and present themselves, it affected me. It affects me. And I'm appreciative of that. So let's be grateful for those things. Let's be grateful for the opportunity to affect someone else, even if you never hear about it. Even if there's no Dr. Hirsch. There's not a Dr. Hirsch who's going to post it on Facebook or, or there's not a Joe Smith <laughs> who sends it as a message through Twitter, to do it unconditionally. And I think that makes, COVID or not, 
our world a better place. Hopefully, all of you will be able to get the vaccine and that it will happen sooner rather than later. And it makes me even more convinced that doing all these things that we have been doing, should have been doing for almost a year now are the things that we need to continue to do to get around this damn virus. And I don't like my glasses fogging up, which means I do not like wearing double masks, but I do feel like until I get the vaccine, and even then I'll probably be wearing a mask, I think it's the best thing to do, and I think it's the best advice. So until then, stay warm, stay healthy, and uh, if you're in the north, especially in the northern or upper Midwest, hopefully you don't get plunked too badly (laughs) by this by this storm. This is what happens, right? At the end of January and almost February. But we're we're coasting down the hill. We're coasting down the hill. We've we're 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 moving in that direction. The days are getting a little bit longer. And I'm grateful that on Friday night when I took my walk after work and it was 20 till 6, I could still see a little bit in front of me. And so you know it's happening. It's It doesn't get reflected in the temperatures, but you know, eventually it's going to happen and the white stuff will stop falling and voila, Donna has started her spring countdown. She does it two or three times a day (laughs) to remind us beyond the shadow of a doubt (laughs) that spring is 34 days away. So I know exactly how far we have until winter says so long so until then stay safe stay healthy and thank you for downloading and listening to another episode of the gratitude journal podcast